everybody, and welcome to Just Sold with Brent McIntosh. Yeah, this is Just Sold with Brent McIntosh from the McIntosh Group at Remax River City. My name is Bryn Griffiths, and here he is, Brent McIntosh. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you today? Fine, thank you. It's time for the monthly update and kind of take a look at what what transpired over the past 30 days. Where do we start well, with this one? I think it's no secret, of course, that I like numbers and that I'm a little obsessed with them and, and watching the market yeah. where it's been so that we can best predict of where it's going. And, you know, some of our podcasts in the past couple of weeks have talked about how crazy the market is from coast from coast to coast. And um, Edmonton is doing really, really well, maybe not as good as some markets just because of population that we're not increasing in size as, as some of the other cities are in Canada. But our median sales price continues to grow and sales are off the charts. And there's been some staggering numbers just in the past 30 days again that uh, we should talk about both in the single family market the acreage market, um, those are the two best markets. And even the condo market is starting to improve, which is pretty good because I am, um, you know, it's been sort of doom and gloom for most condo sellers for the past year or two. Do you want to start with single family homes first? Please. Okay. So let's talk about where we're at with the median sales price for single family homes. And we're sitting at a median price of $425,000. And um, to put that in perspective, a year ago, Bryn, that number was 380. So we've risen quite a bit here in Edmonton for single family sales. And the reason for it has everything to do with sales. It's really driving the market. Um, this year in April, there were 1,825 sales of single family houses in the Edmonton market. Last year, obviously pandemic time, in the beginning of the pandemic, there was only 474. So it, it, it's staggering how many more sales there's been this year compared to last year. But compared to even regular years, 2017, 18, and 19, generally speaking, we sell anywhere from 1,000 to 1,050 homes in any given April. And this past April here, we sold 1,825 units in Edmonton. What about inventory? Are, are we are we still below where we were maybe a year or two years ago, but we're just selling well, more? That, that, yeah. You know what? Um, at the end of the month, and, and a great question, it, it's really interesting. So inventory-wise, we're a tiny bit behind last year's numbers. So at the end of the month, we had 7,000 listings. Last year, we had about 7,250. A normal year would be closer to 9,000 at this particular time. So active listings were a little bit down. But ironically, for total listings that have hit the market year to date, we're quite a bit higher. So I've already talked about how much sales are up, but listings are up quite a bit more. And in fact, year over year, when we're looking at listings, there's been 8% um, more listings this year than normal. So uh, we're looking at 7,248 homes that were have been listed so far in 2021. And again, most years, that number would be probably closer to 6,500. So, so there's been more listings, but obviously there's been so many more sales that our active inventory at the end of April is down from previous years. The area that we're in, I think it's probably a couple hundred thousand more than the average or the median that you're talking about. But what's interesting mm -hmm. to us, and we've been watching carefully, 
is it hasn't taken those homes long to sell, which I, I think is a real positive. Yeah, so days on market has dropped pretty significantly. Um, last year, we saw the days on market start to drop after the pandemic ended, so to speak, when our market started to heat up June 1st. But um, our average days on market is, was only 30 days, basically, in April, and compare that to previous years where that number was closer to 60. So we're looking at half the time to sell properties. And for those who are driving around Edmonton, one of the probably the biggest things that they've seen compared to past years is actual sold signs in comparison just, just to for sale signs. And, and how, like you say, how fast those sold signs are going up. Now, I know you love to see a sold sign go up on a house, but for me, that's when I really notice them. You know, they're, they're, on our block here, there's two places that went up for sale not long ago, and I didn't really notice those signs go up, but I sure notice it when that's for, when the it goes from for sale to sold. Yeah, and, and we're getting lots of calls from the public asking, you know, what did our my neighbor sell for? Come and do an evaluation and tell me what my house is worth now. Is this a time for, for us to check out and, and maybe make that move to British Columbia or Saskatchewan or wherever they might be wanting to retire to? So we're seeing a lot of the empty nesters put up their houses for sales. Uh, condominiums. So we, we've finally seen some growth in the condominium market. And our median sales price at the end of April was 213500 That's up uh, about $10,000 from a year ago. So a good sign for the condominium market. Days on market has dropped from 71 days down to 54 days. So again, a lot better. Not as good as single family, of course, but just a lot better in comparison to where we were um, in the past couple of years. We've seen um, quite a bit more inventory for condominiums hit the market on most years by this time we'd probably see somewhere between 12 and 1300 condominiums listed this year we've already seen 1700 um and and so that's the biggest difference too is is that both more sales more listings so a couple of months ago we were maybe a little concerned about the direction that condo sales are going but this is a nice little positive boost so what do you think's happened here in the last couple of months it's mostly to do with interest rates. Okay. We're, we're getting, an, uh, obviously for first home buyers, if they can beg, borrow, or steal that down payment to get into their first home, when are you going to get an interest rate around 2% ever again? So that's helping drive the affordability. Edmonton is still a very affordable city when we talk about the major cities in Canada. Uh, most cities in Canada are, are obviously anywhere from a third to double the median price. And so Edmonton is, is still very affordable to get into the market. And so we're seeing, yeah, those first home buyers um, buying up the low uh, priced inventory yeah. and ha hence driving the market. Acreage sales tend to be at the end of the market. So a couple of years ago, acreage sales were really slow and difficult and now we're seeing a gigantic increase in acreage sales. And in fact, um, our sales are up 210% from a year ago. Wow. So, so absolutely staggering um, when we see that many more sales. Uh, the median sales price is up 11% from a year ago. So our median sales price for acreages is now at 594500 
um, that's the highest it's been since 2017. Is that, and we've talked about it a few times, is that clearly because people are looking to create their own bubble inside the bubble to, you know, with the COVID situation being the way it is? A hundred percent for years, as we've talked about on a previous podcast, there was a trend for people to move downtown, to be closer to the university and the downtown core, uh, closer to school, closer to work. Well, with people uh, working from home and doing school from home, that trend has definitely changed. And now it looks like people are looking for bigger yards and bigger homes uh, because you are trapped inside that bubble with your family. And because of the price of real estate, meaning the most expensive real estate, if we're talking about just the dirt, is in the core of the city. And it doesn't matter which direction we drive, northeast, southwest, the farther we leave that core, the cheaper the land, you can get a, a far larger home if you're buying outside the Anthony Hende, for example, rather than inside the Anthony Hende for the same price. We've been talking about the situation with interest rates now for, for months. Only in the last few weeks have I heard the Bank of Canada say, we might have to do something. We might have to make a correction here. But they haven't said a lot. They just mentioned it. Have you noticed anything happening one way or another on, on a little brief? It was almost a little blurb they threw out there. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I think they're worried about markets like Toronto and Vancouver, where uh, prices are escalating faster than anyone could have predicted. Uh, so, so, yeah, the Bank of Canada is a little concerned about that. My sources tell me that, unfortunately, the average Canadian household debt is extremely high. And the Bank of Canada has to be careful about how high they do raise interest rates um, for other debt besides mortgages. And that could lead to a lot of trouble. So I don't foresee our interest rates rising substantially anyway, anytime in the next two to three years. I think you're going to see these, these interest rates um, below 3% for a long, long time. What about the age of the people either selling or buying homes? Is there, a, I guess, the demographic? Is that changing very much these days? You know, no, I haven't seen a, a difference. The biggest difference that we've seen and, and why condominium sales have been so slow in comparison is that first home buyers used to buy a small condominium, a small townhouse, small apartment and, and live in that for two to five years before buying a detached single family house. We have seen um, them skipping that condominium and going straight to the house. And, and getting a little bit larger of a down payment. And the, the millennials, if you will, the first home buyers that are out there, uh, don't seem to be worried necessarily about keeping up with the Joneses is one of the things that we've been taught and, and, and watching in the marketplace. So they're not necessarily driven by having to have a fancy place. Um, they're, they're making some solid investments and buying some detached houses that um, are going to turn out to be better for them. And, and the reason for the skipping of the condominiums is the condo fees. That that's the one thing that the condo market is, is having problems selling their properties. I was looking for a property for a, a client just this weekend in downtown Edmonton. And we were looking for a two bedroom, two bathroom condo. And although there's literally hundreds of them on the market, we could only find um, essentially five that had condo fees under $500 a month. Wow. And so it makes it really difficult for that first home buyer when he's uh, buying a $200,000 property and his condo fees are just as much or more than his mortgage payment. And in fact, buying a $300,000 house is cheaper per month 
as long as you can come up with the down payment. Uh, so if you can find you know an extra $5,000, that it'll actually be cheaper to buy that house than it will be to buy that apartment. Isn't it hard to believe five years ago, there was this big push on condo development in the downtown core, and it seemed to be coming along quite nicely. And then all of a sudden, everything's kind of flipped the way it's been. It, it's, uh, it's really been an incredible watch. Yeah. And, and again, we can blame that on the oil industry. Uh, unfortunately, with when the prices of oil fell and the oil companies weren't bringing in people to work here in Edmonton, Calgary or Fort McMurray, uh, that really stunted the growth of our market and especially those condominiums that have been flooded. And fortunately, a couple of those projects that were slated to be put up here soon in downtown Edmonton have been put on the back burner as our inventory is extremely high. When we look at most parts of the city and when we talk about single family, there's about three to six months worth of supply of listings in almost any part of the city. Uh, Condominiums in downtown Edmonton, we have over two year supply of, of listings. So very, very difficult for us to to get rid of that inventory. What we need here, population. We need Edmonton to grow. We need people to start moving back to Edmonton. And obviously that won't happen until jobs are around. So now, because you like your numbers so much and you like to do comparables, how are we doing compared to the rest of the country? And I know there are some places it's absolutely out of control. It's, it's, uh, It's really incredible what is going on. Well, on a podcast not long ago, we were talking with them out on the West Coast and in Oakville, if I'm not mistaken, and those numbers were just uh, skyrocketing. Yeah, almost comical uh, when when you hear a, a client, uh, or excuse me, a, a friend of mine who sells out in near Toronto, he had 98 offers that he needed to present the other day. And I don't even know how long that could possibly take to, to go through 98 offers. Uh, just, just absolutely insane marketplaces where they're selling houses for two, three, four hundred thousand dollars more than list price. Here in Edmonton, if we do get a multiple offer situation, uh, sometimes the property doesn't even sell for more than list price. Uh, and if it does sell for more than list price, we're seeing prices of anywhere from five to fifteen thousand dollars over list price. We're not seeing hundreds of thousands over list price. Now our market's going to change, Bryn. So, so it's been fun. And, and January through April has been brisk and 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 for it, it's been great for sellers and and sometimes frustrating for buyers if if they're in a multiple offer situation and don't win and, and sometimes have to to make that offer process two or three times uh, but it, but it's not ridiculous like it is in in the Vancouver and Toronto markets where they might be looking for a year and making offers every week and and, and losing and losing and losing and, and it can be very difficult can you imagine? This is something that we don't see here is, is unconditional offers. Can you imagine um, making an offer and hoping that you're going to get financing and putting down a large uh, a large deposit on the property, $20,000, $50,000, and not knowing for sure that you're going to get the financing? I was speaking to an agent in Kelowna last week. And, uh, you know, some of the properties that, that are selling there for $150,000 more than less price. And, and I, I said, what are the appraisers doing? How do the appraisers adjust uh, for, for that type of market? And how do they justify that price to the bank? And the agent sort of giggled and just said, they've, they've, they give up. They just say, yeah, that, that's, that's the market. It must be worth that. Wow. <laughs> and, and yeah, absolutely crazy. Because every time something sells, it sells for... Thirty to fifty thousand dollars more than the last one. Okay, so now predicting ahead a little bit over the next thirty days as we, uh, you know, move into the month, the month of May. 
do you still th- see things uh, with uh, the positive outlook? Yes, I, I, I for for sellers. Let's talk about that first. Okay. Um, I, I still think that you still have time to sell. And if you're thinking about selling, then call us immediately. Uh, the, that this is your last call, so to speak, as May and June are really good months to sell. Uh, in previous years, when we've been in this type of market, uh, when prices are rising, we've seen a, a complete change from a seller's market to a buyer's market in as little as 30 to 45 days. So it will turn fast. And what I'm predicting is that our market will soften up. It won't go completely cold, but by July 1st, we're probably going to see more regular numbers. And that will be because the inventory will have caught up and we'll, we'll be on a, a surplus of inventory again, kind of where we've been for most of the last five or six years. So as a seller, if you're thinking about selling this year to maximize your dollars, you'd want to do it now. If you're buying and selling in the same market, it doesn't matter as much because if you get a little less for your property, you'll save that same percentage on the next one. Uh, but again, if it's somebody who's look, thinking of just selling, uh, for those buyers, uh, there is going to be some advantages of waiting for some types of the product as we're seeing more and more listings hitting the market. Uh, the other thing that we just talked about, of course, is those interest rates. How long will the interest rates stay here? I, again, I don't see a gigantic increase, but we will see interest rates probably trickle up in the in, for the rest of the year between now and the end of the year we we had the the all-time low there in january and the bank of canada has just been slowly raising them between um, january and april if somebody were looking to sell their home how long does it take to get up and running the, from the moment they give you guys a shout to the moment you put yeah. that sign on the front lawn like is it take a little bit of time yeah, well, it could be as, as short as 24 hours or up to a few weeks. It will depend on the property. So if they were ready to go and they wanted it on the market, um, you know, by this weekend, we could easily accommodate uh, that kind of thing. That That's never a problem. I can get listings even with our professional photographer. He's usually up and ready to jump in and we can get a listing up between 24 and 48 hours. Uh, you and I have talked about one of the campaigns that our team's doing is, is a coming soon campaign. So uh, I would recommend for most people as they're getting ready that we start a teaser campaign and that we run that campaign for anywhere from three to 10 days um, to try to get a list of people ready to see the property. And as we've talked about on some previous podcasts is that with that demand, you can get two or three weeks worth of showings crammed into two or three days and get your property pending and or sold a lot faster. So it sort of takes the pain away of selling a property is, is, is if we've got a list of people that want to jump in and see it as soon as it's available to go. So a lot easier on the sellers. Uh, wouldn't you rather just have two or three days worth of showings rather than be on the market for 90 days and, and always having to keep your house absolutely perfect and, and be ready to jump out at a moment's notice? Oh, yeah. Hey, we're tight for time. Is there anything else that we got to get out there? Just um, again, for those people who are considering and want to talk about the, the market, uh, it is no obligation. You can call us at 780-464-0075. My team is happy to sit down and show the benefits of selling now compared to where we might think the market's going to go. If you're a buyer, this is a good time to get educated just to see what's on the market and see what um, the product as it's coming on. As I, I think that we're going to see prices drop in two or three months and so it's a good time to start your search so that you know what you're looking for so that when you see it you can jump on it and probably get a better deal in the summer than you might even get right now 
Okay, so let's tell everybody how they can reach you. Again, 780-464-0075 is direct to our team, or you can find us on social media and the web, macintoshgroup.ca. Thanks for your time. Great as always. I always love this uh, top of the month one. It's always fascinating to see exactly where the market is going. So uh, thanks for your time today. Thanks, Bryn. Great to see you. All right. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. I'm Bryn Griffiths. He's Bryn McIntosh, and we'll see you next time.